This is the Moxie Podcast. I'm Meg Bros. I'm Neo O'Reilly Amandis. Mostly silent producer Bree O'Reilly. And we are just going to tell you a little bit about ourselves. I, Meg, am a musician and creative person in general. I work as a junior high teacher. Really into books and sewing, crafting, general homesteading, making my own jams and stuff like that. And I'm delighted to be here with my sister and my cousin working on letting you all know some cool stuff we've heard about, some recommendations, play some music for you, and talk about what it's like to be young in Chicago. Relatively young. Youngish. Youngish. <laughs> um, I'm Nia. I am a graphic designer, currently working um, designing posters and things for bands and concert venues. Um, I also am a musician. I play the drums and I write and I'm a photographer. And what else do I do? I don't make jam. <laughs> I probably never will. I love to eat jam and steal all of the other delicious things that Meg makes. <laughs> True. Um, I am a cat owner. My cat Amelia is 15 and still alive. And she sounds like a tornado siren. <laughs> um, I am a newlywed, kind of. Been married for a year. And I love living in Chicago. And uh, that's all, all I have to say about myself. Did I mention Olive? No. <laughs> uh, Meg has a cat, but it's a human baby. <laughs> My fur baby is a baby. <laughs> um, yes, I also am newly a mom. My daughter Olive is about 10 months old and has, of course, greatly changed my life, mostly for the better. What should we talk about today, Nia? Well, Meg, we are thinking about talking about Thanksgiving. I like it. I have to say that since becoming a vegetarian, I'm I'm now a vegetarian of seven years, six years, yeah, seven years, and um, I'm not that into Thanksgiving anymore, and I'm trying to like get back into I don't know the spirit of Thanksgiving. To me, like Halloween has like a thing. Christmas has, like, a feeling and gifts, yeah, and there's, yeah. like, so many levels, and the spirit of Christmas is, I think, something that I can, like, experience and feel, and there's tradition that doesn't involve, like, food a large and piece of meat. colonization. <laughs> yeah. So Thanksgiving, I kind of struggle with, I have to say. So the sides aren't doing it for you anymore? No, I mean, like, sides are good, but, like, at the end of the day, I'm not like so food motivated that I'm like yeah yeah sure that I don't know well let me throw this your way not physically <laughs> <laughs> I just heard about the veg duckin the most <laughs> absurd name for a completely vegetarian dish so we're you're familiar with a turducken correct it's turkey inside of a duck or a duck inside of a 
something. Well, the name of a (laughs) a turducken is also poorly named because it is a duck inside a chicken inside a turkey. So it should be called a turchick duck. I don't know what else it would be called. Excuse me, I'm going to go throw up now. (laughs) Also, it sounds impossible. And how do you eat it? I don't. I don't know. But. I just read about a veg duckin, which does not involve duck or chicken, so it should not be called or that. Or turkey, I would Or imagine. turkey, no. It is a, let's see, I think it's a zucchini inside an eggplant inside <laughs> a butternut squash. No! That sounds delicious, though. I know! It does. Um, That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe oh that's your solution. Well, I mean, what's the point of that? I'd rather, like, make three separate delicious dishes. Because when you slice it, they're all... Well, (laughs) that's... Well, that's a good reason. interpretation was the picture we both apparently saw on the internets yesterday was that it looks like a vagina. A three-layered vegetarian vagina. That's kind. Um... Oh, I see what you did there. I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I also like, I I cook, but it's not like a huge passion of mine. Mm-hmm. So what else is there with Thanksgiving? Like what else? Pie. Pie. Pie time love, for pie time. I do love pie. Maybe that should be my focus. Yeah. Get really listeners good every pie. <laughs> every time you have pie, you should say high time for pie time. That's what we do around here. We sure do. <laughs> it's I amazing re- how often you can say it. Yeah, like the two or three times a year, maybe more. Four. You live like two blocks from a pie <laughs> That's shop. That's true. <laughs> it's changed our. It is our amount. Yeah, that first slice. Chicago has three locations. It's an amazing place, actually. It's There's one of the locations is right by my house, and after Olive was born, it was one of the few places I could, like, get to with her on foot in the winter and feel like I could, like, accomplish that on my own. And so we would go and have... I would have pie, and she would sleep in the baby carrier, and it would be delightful. But the pies are amazing, and they also... I'm not quite sure the whole thing but they do a lot of community outreach like they they have a soup kitchen through their bakery and you can also order weekly meals which we have been considering doing cool because then you don't necessarily have to cook for yourself but have to look into that and their pie is so good yeah it's the best key lime i've ever had ever yeah and the chocolate or chocolate pie or is it called french silk are those two separate things I, what's chocolate. Boston cream? Is that chocolate? Brie? Former Bostonian? Well, it's chocolate with cream. I mean, the, the like... Okay. Cream. Frosting is cream? It's or? Like, yeah, but it's not really... Whipped um, cream. Yeah, it's more like cream cheese. I'm making all Bostonians really angry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not really frosting. It's more like, like a heavy... Cream, like a, on top like of the chocolate, of eclair, like that kind of thing. Well, okay. Boston cream. Honestly, oh, like the most Boston cream that I have. Yeah, it's more like a custard. Okay. Um, most of the time, when I have Boston cream, I'm having a Boston cream donut. So I don't actually know what. Oh, Boston maybe cream it's not a pie. pie. Is no, it is a pie. Oh. Also, well, if I can interject for a second, 
about what Thanksgiving means. I would love that. Because I I think that it's as much about, for me, it's always been about the family as much as the eating. Like, But it's an excuse to all get together that isn't revolving around gifts. gifts yeah. Right? It's not celebrating any one person. Mm-hmm. It's just a day to get together. So even if you don't love the food aspect of it, that's why it's always been important to me. Fair I love that. Fair In enough. our family, the O'Reilly family, which we are all a part of, um, our family tradition is that we all do a hike in the woods in Crystal Lake, Illinois, where our parents grew up. And that, you're right, you totally just changed my whole outlook. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, that is a that beautiful is tradition. Yeah. It's short relatively easy hike that almost everyone can do no matter how old they are and it's really cool because every year it's i mean thanksgiving weather can be all over the place yeah every year it's different it may be snowy it may be really warm last year was cold and snowy yeah um maybe yeah because i'm gonna be out of town this year i haven't been thinking about the hike so maybe that's the thing that to try to work into my tradition is making sure I get to do a hike, do something outside. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some people do like a turkey trot run thing in the morning, which I think if you're into running seems smart. Nope. Not me. I know. None of us are. (laughs) If a person is into running. Yeah. Or like people play football. Right. Sure. Um, another nice thing on the hike that I've seen our, some of our aunts do is collect things for the table. So they'll get like branches that are dead, but they still have that like beautiful look of like dried leaves on them or berry, red berries are always like popping up at this time of year, some fall leaves. So like, as you're going on your hike, you can collect things that you'd have on the Thanksgiving table. That's a nice tradition. So little house on the prairie. That's my style. Yeah. I had a dream recently that really inspired me. <laughs> Go on. Um, I dreamed, Meg, that um, I had a bulletin board, or like a cork board, just inside the door of my house. You dreamed about having a cork board? Allow me to go on. This is why it was inspiring. It was a very realistic (laughs) dream. Nice. Um, Where I put treasures from outside, or what I call treasures. Like, when I do walks, I also will collect little things. The other day I found a pine cone the size of your pinky nail. Cute. Tiny, so cute. So, um... In this dream, it was like a rotating nature board. So, like, as cool you, as the seasons changed, like, you would put things on the bulletin board, like leaves or branches or whatever, and, yeah, it would change over time. That is a crazy thing to have a dream about but in an cool, awesome right? way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do want to come back to Thanksgiving, but... We were thinking of doing a segment every episode or so called How's Your Home? Talking about some of the things we're working on at home. And I think that Nia's idea of the nature board would work with something else I've been starting to think about, which is our mom just moved into a new apartment. More on that later. But they installed a dishwasher and in the kitchen, 
and took out some of the drawers. So some of the drawers, this is a pretty old apartment, had dividers already built into them. And she gave Nia and I each one of these drawers to use in our own home. So I'm planning to hang mine on the wall as a little like miniature shelf type thing, which I know a lot of people do with type. What are those things? Grandpa's suitcase? (laughs) California briefcase. Yeah. That's what my father-in-law called it. It's those old type drawers. Right. With the many little dividers. So this doesn't have quite as many dividers, but it'll still have the effect, I think, of hanging it on the wall and putting like your, your candles, your mini ceramic animals. Everyone's got those, right? Yes. Um, Etc. Yeah. That could turn your nature idea for the more 3D objects that you can't really like pin to a board could go onto some sort of shadow box shelf. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. I got the drawer that has the larger dividers. So Meg got one that would be more like little silverware. Yeah. And I got one that I guess would be other things. I don't know. They're larger dividers. Like utensils? I don't know. Um, But I'm planning to put my drawer... First of all, are you going to paint yours? I'm thinking about just painting the outside. Oh, I hadn't even considered painting it. Because it's painted white on the side that used to be the drawer facing the kitchen. Right, right. And then the rest of it's dark wood. And I really like that kind of like the new mid-century furniture look of white and wood. Sure. So I'm thinking about painting the outside white and then leaving the inside wood. Sure. Cool. And then I think I'm going to hang it over the desk to keep, like... Your desk things? My desk things. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like paperclip jar and stapler and stuff. Yeah, well, I was on Craigslist the other day, and I saw this insane furniture unit... You know when you see, like, something, like a furniture or something that's just, like, a design you've never seen, and you're like, oh my god, that is the coolest. Like, that Japanese no, butt couch bed table. Did you see that? No. <laughs> oh my god. Um, there's this, like, a floor couch, so a low, low couch without legs, um, that's, like, a complete square, kind of like what you would see in, like, a 60s house. Like a pit? Like, yeah. Like, okay. I feel like that's in Hard Day's Night or something. Maybe I'm yeah, that up. it's definitely in Mad Men. Yeah, so kind of looks like that, except it's just floor level, and it's a square usually, and then the middle has like a huge round table that's also low that has a blanket attached underneath and a heating element <laughs> on oh the God. table. What? So the couch you can sit on it like a couch sit up. Or sometimes there's, like, parts of it that reclines. You can sleep on it. There's a blanket built in and a heater, and you can eat at the table. Oh, my God. Crazy. That sounds so hygge. Yeah. Uh, hygge is a (laughs) Swedish concept we learned about last winter that has to do with... It's H-Y-G-G-E. You can look it up. has to do with, like, the concept of warmth in winter, kind of... Being cozy. Being cozy, yeah. Being filled with love and candles. Candles. Being filled with candles. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I was on Craigslist and I saw this desk unit that was like a similar, just like opened, it from the front looked like one of those 
wardrobe that's just or an armoire that's like two sure. doors but it unfolded into uh this crazy desk that folds down and then the whole rest of it is all tiny compartments so like Whoa. above and below the desk it's all compartments and then there's like on each side an area for file folders and then there's a built-in desk lamp that folds out over the desk cool it's so cool did you really did you go for it it's like a thousand dollars so i decided to turn a drawer into a shelf (laughs) well little steps (laughs) (laughs) and now it's time for trend Trend of the the line. line Maybe we should choose what key. What I know, next. I think that's perfect. <laughs> it sounded so scary. <laughs> so this is trend of the line, our segment where Brie reads us things that are trending on Twitter, and we try to discuss them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, fake James Bond facts. Facts or facts. Fax. Like... F-A-X. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. Uh, oh, fax. Where have you gone? Hashtag fake James Bond facts? Yes. So is it like man of mystery, JK, not a man of mystery? Sort of, but they're more punny than that. Okay. Like, created the why is MI6 afraid of MI7 because MI7 eight MI9 joke. Oh, that's good. All right, let's think of some. All I can think of is octopusy. Um, I mean, is it just which like is already something a pun. that's a lie? I don't get it. He knows why Raven is like a writing desk, but it's MI seven classified. I don't know James Bond. My only James Bond experience was playing N sixty four, and I don't think I've ever seen a James Bond movie. I've only seen one. Which is super weird, because I think yeah. I like them. I saw them. the first Daniel Craig one, and he is a fox. They're all, they're all, they all were, are. Pierce Brosnan, meh. But he's so charming. Yeah. I mean, I liked him better as the house in The Simpsons. <laughs> that was still one of my favorite episodes. Do I don't know. That? Fake James Bond fact. So... He doesn't really like martinis. <laughs> sure. Stirred, not shaken. Ha ha ha. Tricked you for years. <laughs> His middle name is Vaga. Oh. Do you get it, Meg? Yeah, it's just so dumb. I'm, <laughs> I'm still sitting here thinking about it. <laughs> He's more of a stocks guy. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. That's yeah, really good. I know about investing. <laughs> <laughs> I do know something about investing. <laughs> Next. <laughs> All right. Next is hashtag Sunday fun day. Isn't that just, that's like a thing that's like throwback Thursday. Does it just mean silly things No, happen? I feel like what from what I've seen... Anything you post on Sunday on any platform, you can say hashtag Sunday Fun Day. It doesn't matter. What if it's not fun? Then it's ironic and you can extra say it. (laughs) Like doing three loads of laundry, hashtag Sunday Fun Day. Okay. 
You know, what I have been thinking about regarding Sunday Fun Day is in a, you know, two-parent, full-time working parent household where you have little time to do much, like, household stuff except on the weekend, um, it can be really overwhelming to have, like, all these chores, plus caring for the child the whole time, plus wanting to have fun. So... I've been trying to get chores done on Saturday so that Sunday is, like, a relaxing day. Because I feel like most people want to have Saturday be a fun day, and then you kind of, like, catch up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, that's my goal. I but like really, that. it just means you just do chores on both days. <laughs> <laughs> because you get so burned out halfway through Saturday that you're like, we have to go for a walk, or, like, we have to see another friend that is not just us and the baby yeah so then you do both so I don't know if it's working no but I I totally I see what you mean like I feel like back in the day Saturday before you had so many obligations right you and I as older people but like back in the day Saturday was like you know you went out Friday Saturday you slept super late right you like have brunch at two and yada yada And then Sunday you have to do your catch-up. But now I so much want to get the bad stuff done. Right. And like, and then Sunday yeah. you go out to brunch and or out to dinner have a nice, whatever. long, relaxed day. Because like getting a day to lay down all day, I mean, all day ends up being not what I want. But <laughs> just to like chill is so yeah. important. And nearly impossible at this point i mean we still have to wake up at 6 a.m on the weekends because that's when olive wakes up so there you go but we knew why your sunday fun day is boring (laughs) i know (laughs) free we went to whole foods and ate breakfast from the hot bar that <laughs> like pictures of ice cream. There's a cute picture of an otter that says, "Hope you're having an otterly awesome day." Oh, that's so nice of him. I mean, that's not like someone's having an otter time. <laughs> that's not like someone else is having a better Sunday. Like Monday. someone is playing with the otter. I mean, someone somewhere is playing with an otter, and I wish I was them. God damn them! Yeah. Next. Next, all the rest of them are football. Give me one. Redskins. I, I think that okay, super racist. Let's talk go. about that. How is that still a thing? I, I don't get it. So crazy. Are any of you guys watching um, Master of None? No, but I plan to. What is it? The new Aziz Ansari show. There's a show. Yeah. <gasps> I love him. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Not Netflix. Yeah. Sweet. We just started watching, and they talk about the Redskins in one of them, because he tackles nice. a lot of stuff, like, he tackles racism, but, like, from an Indian perspective, which doesn't mm. get as much respect as, like, sure. black racism, and, like, there's a whole thing, like, people, would, if he said this about a black person, the whole world would get up in arms, but because right. it's, like, an Indian joke, it's not as big a deal. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I that mean, sounds worth watching. I think, it's like, the good. Redskins changed their logo, and... That I'm, I'm just what like, is it now? Why did that? Why is that your answer? <laughs> change the whole thing. It's not uh, like football teams don't change; they I change know. all the time. Like anyone who f- tries to say it's about pride of anything is just fucking kidding themselves. Like yeah. s- just stop. 
just stop. I mean, and I think all of most of the Indian related names are probably offensive in some way. I'm not, I'm one, I haven't done the research, but I'm curious how people feel about Blackhawks. Because I think that the logo is offensive, but the person, Blackhawk, was a really cool historical figure. I wonder if, like, that is a more accepted name because it's, well, I mean, it's kind of like he's being held up as a hero. Yeah, kind of. It, and it's not, I mean, it's not a racial slur. Right, exactly. But, That's what's and, so disgusting about the Redskins. It's not, like, even the Indians, like, that logo is ridiculous. Yeah. But many Native American people call themselves Indians. I know it's kind of a weird, that's a controversy in and of itself, but it's not the slur of Indian. Yeah. It's, like, insane. It's so nuts. Well, the thing about Blackhawks, too, is that, A, they don't do uh, any, like, cheers or anything that are at all related to Blackhawks. Mm. Like, for example, I can't watch Braves games, Atlanta Braves games on TV, because they're constantly doing this, like, tomahawk chop thing with this, right. like, oh, hey, wow. hey, 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 like, yeah. all the fucking game. And the Blackhawks don't do any of that. And also, it is named after a specific person, and they are very respectful of the logo. Like, yeah. Justin Bieber got in hot shit because when he was taking a picture of the Stanley Cup, he stood on the logo. And everyone's like, you don't fucking stand on the logo. Like, Interesting. respect it. Huh. I met the Stanley Cup this year. How was Very he? friendly. <laughs> <laughs> he gets around. I haven't seen a... What are you saying? <laughs> but I did see somebody posted a like an alternative logo option for the Blackhawks the other day that mm. was super cool. Why don't they do a Black Hawk? That would be cool. Right. It, that's actually that's, that's what, what it was. was, and it looked like that like Native American kind of style of drawing, like some of our books from when we were kids. Yeah. Um, about like the stories that they would. That Native American... Like the origin story myth books. We had many Um, of those. Yeah, it was a really cool drawing. So, recommendations. What are you guys into right now, Meg? Uh, I'm going to recommend a book. This is a young adult novel. I read a lot of those when I'm looking for things for my classroom. But, let's be honest, everyone reads young adult novels. There's blog posts out there about like why are grown-ups all reading adult novels because they're great so i was actually specifically looking for books that had more diverse lead characters and i came across this one called akata witch and akata witch akata witch so a-k-a-t-a and you in in simple terms you could call it the nigerian harry potter in that it's about a teenager who is who finds that she has magical powers and kind of joins a group of other of her peers to start learning how to use them and they're all basically witches slash wizards and the the thing that I loved about it was that the story was so unpredictable so unusual it didn't have the same sort of creatures and villains and spells that you'd expect. And, you know, I read Harry Potter so long ago, I don't know if that... I guess that sort of happened with Harry Potter's, and nobody had ever seen this sort of story exactly. But 
that's kind of how I feel again with this is that there's there's kind of the original idea that we're familiar with of like a wizard training school but it has these crazy mythological elements that are so foreign and so cool uh, and the main character classic coming of age situation she's actually grew up in Chicago so it has that nice Chicago connection too but then moved to Nigeria when she was like 11 or so this is the character the character the, the character okay. um actually I'm I I think that the writer also has a similar experience but um so she's kind of trying to find her way between these two worlds but then has this added like wizarding world and it was super enjoyable and that's Akata Witch by Nanetti Okorafor. Sounds good. Um, I'm going to do a, I guess, a musical theater recommendation. Sounds great, Nia. Um, I will. (laughs) I have been pretty obsessed with Hamilton the Musical, um, which I caught on to probably mid-range certainly not early in the game but um doesn't matter the point is it's really good (laughs) um it was written by lin-manuel miranda who did the musical in the heights which i think you saw meg i haven't seen it but i've listened to it and it's great okay yeah um and he's like a a youngish guy who's just he just got a genius grant he's he was on Super. Jimmy Fallon this week. Yeah, he was. the internet exploded about it. <laughs> Doing freestyle. So, okay, so Hamilton the musical is about Alexander Hamilton, the founding father, um, and it is um, a combination of like kind of traditional musical theater music, but there's a lot of hip hop and rap and a lot of like early hip hop inspired songs. Um, so the cast is, like, so talented and super diverse and, like, everybody has so many different skills and they're great singers, but they're great rappers, too. And the writer plays Hamilton, um, and his, he's just, like, the amount of words that they fit into every song it's just insane. Like, you can yeah. listen to it over and over again, and every time you hear a new thing and new facts that you learn about Hamilton and, you know, how he grew up, and um, and the characters, the main characters are Hamilton, George Washington, and uh, Lafayette, and... Uh, Burr, of course. Burr, Aaron Burr. Um, and then Hamilton's wife and her sister and I'm not going to ruin anything Thomas Jefferson of course um but it's there are several really great female characters which is nice um and then just the story I mean you it's like you know the story but it's like it's seeing it from a totally different standpoint like what it would be like to be like a young guy in the revolution Mm -hmm. and being super motivated and smart and um and having like these wild friends who like you know all of their names because you've read about them but like you haven't thought of them as like people people or like what it would be like if you were 19 and these guys were your best friends and 
Um, and you were starting a new country. You were starting a new country. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so yeah, I recommend Hamilton. I, I haven't seen it because it's in New York, but I would like to see it. And it's great. Girls Weekend! Funny, not funny. You know what's not funny anymore? What, Meg? Jokes about the length of the name of a coffee drink. <laughs> yes. When agreed. Starbucks opened 20 whatever years ago, like the idea of a, you know, half calf soy extra vanilla caramel macchiato was new, granted. And people, I don't know, people just are reg- some people are regular coffee drinkers and thought that was absurd. And I worked at Starbucks at the time, and, you know, sometimes it is absurd what people ask for, but land of freedom, we get to have choice with our coffee. (laughs) Like, get over it. Why is that still funny? My example is, like, in sitcoms or something like that. I see that device still so often where somebody, like, goes on the long spiel about their coffee order and everyone else is like oh my god rolling their (laughs) eyes like can you believe this guy and all of their specifications for coffee and it's like okay that was funny for like two years and now yeah we all know i mean there's so much choice that like psl is a thing oh god (laughs) yeah no i i agree not funny in fact i feel like it's gone from not funny to now I think of it as disgusting <laughs> that, the choice, like, like the, the amount the of stuff, stuff that people get at Starbucks oh yeah it's like I have had no it is the experience multiple times where I'm in an airport and it's the morning and I need coffee I need a coffee sure and there is a giant line and no one buys coffee every single person it's like nine in the morning and they're all getting a milkshake yeah and it's like there should be two lines. <laughs> like, some of us are addicts. <laughs> like, like, dessert only and yeah. caffeine totally. needers. Yeah, I'm with you. Which, like, if that's what you're doing, fine. But you can't but you have to that's act, coffee. You have to act like it's an ice cream sundae. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Totally. You can't totally. act like it is your morning cuppa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you know what is funny? What I think is funny again... That yeah, was not go funny on. for a long time. Austin Powers jokes. <laughs> Hear me out. I feel like, so like when Austin Powers came out, everyone quoted it all the time. I mean, I was True. a kid, so like extra quotable era. But like yeah. also it, adults quoted it, like everyone said like, yeah, baby. And like, sure, get sure. in my belly and like right. all that stuff. And it happened so much, it became not funny. And now I think it's funny again. Where are you seeing people use I'm it? I'm not seeing it. <laughs> but you're trying I to start it. Like <laughs> one of my friends said it and she was like, I never stopped making these jokes. Which I was like, that's lame. But it is funny again, I think. All right. I'm gonna right? be keeping an eye out. I mean, I know your favorite was Who Throws a Shoe. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder, Nia. That was... That is good. I think She's a Man Baby is not going to be funny anymore. No, that the world has changed. The world has changed since that one. But 
No, who throws a shoe? Honestly. Yeah. It's still good. Yeah. Especially because I have a baby who throws shoes, so now I'm going to use it. Perfect. (laughs) For her. So, yeah, I think we should uh, give that a shot. See how that goes. Okay. Maybe it'll become our next trend of the line. (laughs) Single-handedly rejuvenating Austin Powers quotes. (laughs) (laughs) The Moxie Podcast. (laughs) Austin Powers Revisited. (laughs) With music. With music. We got it. Nice. Thank you so much for listening to the Moxie Podcast. We have one more thing for you. We are both musicians, and we have been in a band together for many years called Midnight Moxie that is currently on hiatus because our third member is living in Boston for grad school. Um, But we still play music together and always have, and we decided to do a song on every episode of the podcast and to be in theme We're going to do songs by siblings. So today, our song is When Will I Be Loved by the Everly Brothers. Ready? Mm Every time 